Hi everyone, it's Hannah. And Holly, and we're just here to say that um, if you are enjoying the show and you want to show us some support, we now have a Patreon, um, which will be linked in the description. So head on over there. We've got very exciting things coming, uh, including Celebrity Corner and Bad Book Club. So if that's something you'd like to hear more about, go check it out. And thank you for your enduring support. We love you. Enjoy the podcast. This is Culture Hang. Welcome to Culture Hang. Yeah, we're going to talk about some pop culture and we're going to do it from bed. Because that's what we do best. Um, Oh great, they've started drilling. If you hear bits of drilling, um, I have electricians in the house. We're Um, welcoming our first guest. Yeah, they've caused me nothing but trouble this morning. Um, And there's just a small bit of resentment in me. And I'm very aware that they can probably hear this so sorry to them but they seem like perfectly nice men there's nothing wrong with them why do they talk so loudly they are not quiet people no and listening to the radio full volume yes yes why like they're nice people no nothing against them nice men anyway on with the podcast less resentment um what have you been up to this oh. week? Have you been watching anything fun? Anything well, exciting? The most exciting thing that I've done is um, rediscover WikiHow. Um, oh my god! I don't know if you've ever had. I don't know if you've ever had a love of WikiHow, but <laughs> when I was probably, I want to say ten, maybe younger, maybe a bit older, I would go on the internet and I would go and WikiHow for hours. For hours. And, um, yeah, there's so much there. First, it started off because I I wanted to grow my hair longer, so I was looking at a lot of <laughs> I was looking at a lot of how tos, how to grow your hair longer faster. Um, and then I got immersed in WikiHow, and recently I thought about one WikiHow that I used to look at a lot, which was something like how to convince people you're a vampire. Oh my god. So I went to see if it was still up there, and I couldn't find it, but I found how to look like a vampire, or how how to date a vampire. <laughs> I, have to, I have to read you some of the bits from how to date a vampire, because, um, so step one is choose a vampire that you're att- attracted to and could see yourself dating. <laughs> choose a vampire! Yeah, just choose one out of all the vampires. All your vampire options. (laughs) Yeah, two. Two is just embrace goth culture. (laughs) Um, and then three is a great rule: get used to seeing your date drink blood. (laughs) Oh yeah, and then number four: be yourself, show your interest. Oh my god, I can't believe that's number four. (laughs) Um, but then the best bit is the community Q and A at the bottom. Which um, someone asks, how can I get a vampire to bite me? And the person responds, you cannot force it. It is up to the vampire. <laughs> is that from Belle of Swan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone asks, what if I want them to drink my blood? And the person says, just ask them to. <laughs> Simple as. Um, and then if I see a vampire and the vampire drinks my blood, what will happen? You'll probably die. 
Really? That's what happened. What? Yeah, that's what they've said. Vampires tend to drain their victims completely of blood. But, um, and then the, the my favorite one is someone asks, "How can I attract vampires?" And then someone answered, "I'm sorry to tell you this, but vampires aren't real." Oh, that's so sad. No, no. Why would you? I know. Why would you say that on a vampire attraction page? Like clearly. I know. And then I think someone later said something like, well, a lot of people have drained me if vampires aren't real in like a Hardy emotionally draining yeah. vampire. Yeah, do you remember, I've called several people emotional vampires because I definitely think there's a type of person. Who are vampires? Gwyneth Paltrow agrees. Oh my god. Because she sell, um, goop sell <laughs> a vampire repellent. So no, it's they called don't. something like that. They do, and it's to repel no. <laughs> emotional vampiric people. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So, well, that's kind of what I've been up to. Maybe I'll start writing my own. Can is that to... how you do it, or is it like do people get? Is it someone's job to write the wiki house? No, you write them. Oh. You can write whatever you want. Anything that you have tips on giving. How to be a vampire? You can give That's them. That's amazing. So, but yeah, I've really been enjoying that. Um, I didn't quite have a phase of looking at it, but I remember I did. I remember go- um, wiki howing how to make your boobs bigger when I was probably about. Oh, did it work? No, because the main one was just like gain weight. <laughs> well, <laughs> which is a point because it is. Just I remember fa- some girls asked me like. How, how I got big boobs and I was like um I don't know and they were like well it must it must be something you eat and I was like uh I guess I eat a lot of chicken so I think those girls started eating chicken because of that and I don't think that has no impact oh, that's so funny. it's all genes and weight I assume um that was pre-vegetarian taste yeah. really I was eating meat for <laughs> Apparently, I used to eat a lot of chicken. And that just made... Yeah, because then they used to... Wasn't it It's called chicken fillets in your bra? Not you, yes. but like it was yeah. a thing when we were... Yeah, I did it all the time. <laughs> Don't want to expose you, Hannah, I but... I <laughs> um, Yes, I, it was a thing that people used to do. If I'm honest, people used to mention it. And I had never seen what they looked like. And all I could picture was like chicken nuggets. <laughs> they just go... Breaded chicken. <laughs> just oh, yeah. apparently my mind used to revolve around chicken, chicken a lot. Um, but yeah, so it didn't work. It's sad the things that people must wiki how. Oh there's, yeah, there's a lot of options up there. That so like, you know that people are looking up pretty much answers to everything. You know. I wonder if there'll be ones about like how to talk to god or how to get yeah i don't know i mean i'm intrigued now i want to go on a deep dive i want to see what the weirdest wiki do it. how it's so fun just from typing in stuff about vampires there, there was stuff about witches that came up there, there was so much stuff um so there's definitely gonna be some stuff about talking to god <laughs> if, if you want to know <laughs> and i would yeah I kind of want to Google what I used to look up at WikiHow. Maybe I'll look up how to grow your hair again and see if there's any more tips and tricks. Tips and tricks, because much like how to grow your boobs, I, there's never any real way to do it other than 
pray and hope. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you want to grow your hair... Just grow it. It's going to take time. <laughs> yeah. But these these places are like, oh, yeah, grow your hair two weeks by putting mayonnaise on it. it was stuff like Ooh. that. Ooh. Yeah, can you imagine? Don't, I used to... Don't I, people do I that for an avocado lice. mask. Do they? I've never had head lice. I can't believe that. I used to get it them all the time. It was they were disgusting, and my hair was so. I used to have really, really long hair that I never cut. Yeah, and it used to take probably about two hours because oh. of that friggin' stuff. It took so long to kill them. What you, do you get? Is there like special treatment for yeah. it? Yeah, and it was like now it, they apparently they take like it's a ten minute treatment, and you don't even have to wash oh. it out. But then it was like you had to leave it on for an hour, and my hair was so long and like combing through and. Oh. oh no! It was a dark time in my life, and I like other bugs seem to really like me. <laughs> Just not nits. <laughs> no, not nits. I don't know why. And I think every time there was nit outbreaks at school, I got really scared that I would get it, and I never did. Maybe you just stayed away from all the people you had. Like and a sixth my sense. My mum and my brother had it once. Oh, and I didn't get it from them. You're amazing. You but... should sell your blood or something. <laughs> As a knit repellent. <laughs> yeah. But I think, like... <laughs> Thinking of, like, ways to make money. Yeah. Um, but bees, I seem to attract a, a lot of... Well, wasps. I've been stung by wasps, like, more than the average person, I would say. Have you? Yeah. I've, I get stung by wasps a lot. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> too much. I Sometimes they just come to me, but... One time I fell into a bush where there was a wasp nest. Oh no. And, uh, oh, <laughs> a lot of them a lot of them then stung me. Oh. <laughs> how many how many stings do you think you got in that instance? Not as many as you would think. I think I probably got three. But that's still But a lot of them were on me. Oh like, a lot of the, and and uh, on things that have happened too much to me. Um bird poo. Oh my god. I, three times. It's happened to me three times. I think that's too much. But when? One time, it, ha- it happened once when I was really young, and I was, well, probably like eight, and I was lying on the trampoline, Oh! and then I felt something wet, and I was like, oh, it's raining, and I looked, and I screamed, <laughs> and my mum ran outside because she thought like I'd fallen off the trampoline and hit my head, no, and then the second two times, like the next two times, were in one week. That happened I just to me. was like out at, yeah, I was out at, like in break at school, and birds just kept coming for me i guess oh, and it smells school is the worst so but i don't even know how to expel oh i can't even explain it. it no it happened to me when it was really really hot here very recently like a yeah. couple of months ago yeah this was recently and i was so traumatized it hit me it nearly got my food as well i'd spent about half an hour preparing this food and then i was going to sit in the garden and i was wearing this really nice like little sundress that had like quite a low back but this thing managed to hit me on my head and it came down my front. No. It went down my back and because the dress was so thin, I could feel it seeping into me. And I was like <gasps> screaming and gagging. And my mum was like, it's not that bad. It's lucky. I was like, don't talk to me. I need to get this I off me. I hate when people tell you it's lucky because it's like, <laughs> is is it? Or is that just something we tell ourselves because we've just had a bird poo on us? And yeah. It's you know. something we have to make people feel better, but I was like, I'm actually going to throw up. I've never felt like this before. Yeah. I need to get into the shower. I feel like I could smell it for Ugh. just weeks. Ugh. And even now, sometimes after the laying on the trampoline edition, sometimes if I've just sat outside for a long period of time 
it comes back to me. Um, <laughs> and I think, oh, not not fully comfortable um, with this. And my mum said that the reason that it pooed on me was because I didn't move about enough. So I'll just like sort of move my body a bit to <laughs> to show you're a real. Let, let the birds know that <laughs> you're a living thing. This is not a an object. <laughs> I am not an object, birds. Because the other kind of how it goes. That, so I got pooed on, and it was awful and disgusting. And then mm. I could smell gas in the living room. Oh, no. And then we could all in the like in the evening we were all like okay, we can all smell gas in this room. Maybe we should do something about it. Came back downstairs. My parents had not moved and they were just sitting in the living room where the gas smell was. <laughs> I was like, you need to phone somebody. <laughs> yeah. Because it turns out our fireplace was leaking gas. And I was like, if you had just sat there <laughs> for the rest of How long did they not deal with it? Probably about, it was probably about 20 minutes that I came upstairs. Oh, okay. okay that... It wasn't... I was going to say it was like hours. <laughs> Hours have passed and you were just begging them, please do something. Please phone somebody. I don't know how to do this. But the qu- luckily the man came quickly and turned off the gas thing. But me and my dad, so we were sitting in the garden and we were so lucky it was warm and lovely still. And this was about three days after I'd first been pooed on. And then guess what? A seagull just comes in one swoop and poos on me and my dad as we were sitting next to each other. Oh, both of Both of us in the same shot. And it was like, already... We've got a gas leak. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've just been. That's not lucky. That is not lucky. No. And oh, it was. I hate them. I don't like birds. Oh, I'm sick of them. You don't like any birds? I don't think I do. There must be a bird. What about parrots? I've never met a parrot. Oh, have you not? I'm not. I think you would like them. <laughs> I I feel like I've met a few parrots. Have you? I have a. I have like two pictures where there's like a parrot on my shelf. <laughs> Because we would go on holiday. Oh, yeah. And there would be like a barbecue every Wednesday. What? And they would bring a... Yeah, I don't know. They would bring like a, a parrot to a barbecue. They Well, it was like performance <laughs> parrots. I can't remember what they do, but I feel like they like dance when there's music. Uh, but like while you're eating, they bring the parrots around um, and take pictures. Do you feed the, the parrot? Do they eat human food? No. no. I don't know. You just like it seems underwhelming <laughs> and if i'm honest at one time i was wearing a like off the shoulder dress and Ooh, the parrots, like, dug in little digging into yeah. me and i didn't no thank you but i like parrots they're very pretty lots of colors um a big fan <laughs> big fan Ducks, I like ducks. Oh, ducks are cute. Swans, swans have a like they're they're aggressive. Yeah, but they they have a nice story behind them, and they the, they mate for life. The majestic, yeah. And it's it's really nice that they mate for life. I like that, isn't it? Yeah, that's so cute. Can they, like, can two female swans mate for <gasps> life? Oh my god, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? I want to know. Yeah, something to look into. <laughs> Are swans lesbians? <laughs> Can you get... If any animal was going to be, be a swan, swans would make sense. Hundred percent. Yeah. Have you hmm. seen that guy on TikTok? I think he's called Anthony because his mum just like shouts at him all the time, and it's really quite concerning. Oh. But he has oh. ducks. But I don't know if he bought them, but it's just him and oh. his ducks, and he's just holding them. And then his mum is like Anthony, and it's like shouting at him in the background. <laughs> I can't remember what his username is but i feel like i like seeing the ducks 
I feel like a lot of people on TikTok have odd pets. Yeah. Like, this woman had a fox as a pet the other day, I I swear. And then, because I I love bears, but people keep just having bears in their garden, because I guess it's a thing in America, and they'll, like, go out and just talk to the bear. One of, like, this, there was a video of a family or something having a picnic at a table, and a bear came over, and they, like, made a sandwich for (gasps) it and gave it to the bear. No, that bear is, oh my god, I would... What are you supposed to do? Because you can't outrun bears and they can climb trees. But we don't well, have bears this in this country, thing... so I it's no, nothing. not such an issue for us. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing that I thought there was one rule for bears that <laughs> if they come to you, you play dead. I I was taught this rule. Yes. Um. However, there's different rules for different bears, and some bears you do the opposite of play dead, and you like make yourself as big as possible and. You, like, growl back at them. Oh, my God. But how would you know which bear to do which at? Because some bears... Because there's a brown bear and a black bear, but sometimes they look quite similar. So yeah. how do you how do you tell the difference? How do you know? No idea. Because surely if it's coming no towards idea. you, you're like, I'm not going to look for the species type before I... <laughs> no. I actually watched a documentary on these bears recently. It was the most beautiful thing. It, I think I mentioned it to you. It was about this guy that went to... I've forgotten where he went to. It's the it's next to Vietnam. Oh, I've, the place is next to Vietnam. I've forgotten the name of it. Um, he goes there and he's like sets up. He's helping them set up a bear sanctuary, bit to stop people using the bears because they take like fluids from their gallbladders. Oh, um, for medicine. Oh, is it kind of like what people do with ch- uh, tigers? It's like the yeah. And but it's technically illegal mm. there, but people still do it like black market types. But they have to keep the bears alive. Oh god! And like they take stuff from oh it's oh it's was so sad, and they like keep them in teeny little cages. Mm. But they kept rescuing these baby bears, and they were the cutest thing oh. ever. And they had to keep them in the house to begin with. And they had this one that they got super close with, and. You just watched her grow up, and she would go up to them and like climb oh. on them. And when she got so big, they were like, "No, you can't climb us anymore. You're too big." And she'd still want them to pick her up. And in the end, they rescued another like one of her species. So then she had like a best friend. Oh. It was so sweet. <laughs> but they rescued these two other bears that were babies, and they put them into the sanctuary after they'd been in the house for a bit, and they were stolen. No, it was so sad. Yeah, Aww. they were stolen. So they'd rescued them from being like tortured, you no know, used. Yeah. yeah, and then they were stolen no. basically to go back to the same life. Oh, have you? It awful. broke my heart. Oh my god, it's when like the sad eyes of like orangutans that have been captured, <sighs> and it's just oh, it's just horrifying. Oh, no. But do you know what's going on weirdly around here? And I mean, you know, I live in a very small town, but loads of dogs are being stolen from people's houses. Really? There's like, yeah, there's like a dog snatcher going about. That's odd. Yeah. Are they are they pedigree dogs? I'm assuming so. But like, it's happening a lot to the point where my friends mentioned it, and then my mum mentioned it the other day. What her friends were talking about. So like, people know it's going on. The my like family friend, they've just got two puppies, or they got them recently, and they're purebred or whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. They cost a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And um, they don't post about them because if you post a lot that you've got like 
just new puppies that are purebred and stuff, it's likely, well not likely, but more likely that they're going to get stolen by someone. Because there's a big market in puppies that are it's mad, really it? fancy puppies. Yeah. Just adopt them, guys. I know. Just adopt a dog. Don't don't buy from a breeder. Buy, <sighs> go to a rescue centre. The little sad ones. Oh. I hate seeing videos of dogs in rescue centres because <sighs> they all look sad. And I would find it too hard if I went to not just adopt them all. Yeah. How would you pick one? I want... Yeah, if they and you knew you would take one, but the others are just looking at you. So sad. Oh. Anyway, let, let's talk about some happy stuff. Well, it's not... This week's episode is not... I wouldn't classify it as happy. I would. <laughs> Mine freaks me out. This is the sort of stuff that... Oh, this gets me going. Does it? Does it make you really... This... It makes me, like... Okay, so this week's theme is hoaxes. Spooky hoaxes. Um, I like things that are... Like, I like hoaxes and conspiracy theories. Because they make me, like, a little bit scared. But then I find it easy to, like, disprove them, basically. Yeah, I get that. So then, then I can be like, oh, yeah, okay, I felt that bit of fear. Yeah. It's like a horror film, because then you, you watch it, and you're, like, scared, and then afterwards you're like, not real. I kind of feel like that. Like, I've scared I for like a bit. I like that. And then eventually, <laughs> fine. <laughs> but I don't know why I have such a fascination with them. I just... Oh, I just love them. <laughs> I just love them. <laughs> mm. But, Holly, what have you got for us today? Well... This week, I thought, because we're surrounded by so much internet and images and, you know, now especially with misinformation, it's hard to tell what's real and what isn't. So I thought I'd have a look at, like, the brief history of not quite spiritualism, but how people have tried to use, like, the occult and supernatural stuff Yeah, in a really, like, popular way. But also with mm-hmm. in regards to like photographing supernatural things because it's still being used. Yes. In the modern day. Like Photoshop. Photoshop and ghosty stuff. Yes, exactly. And that's the main thing of like people debunking different things, different photographs and yeah. stuff. And trying to prove like validity. So I've got an array I've got a little range of stories to tell you today. Lovely. So the first People that brought... You might know this, actually, because you're quite... You're not quite big on spiritualism, but you were you're interested in that time well, period. Well, I did... It's Victorians, and if if it's anything to do with Victorians, I'm, I'm She's there. She's there. She's your girl. <laughs> so, the first people to kind of convince everybody were the Fox sisters in 1848. Yeah. And they started the spiritualist movement by figuring out how to crack their toe bones and their knee joints. So, and they figured out if they put it near wood, they could make these cracks, they called wrappings, on command. And everyone Ah. was convinced that the spirits were being channeled through them. And they lived their lives as mediums. Um... And loads of doctors tried to disprove it. Some said, obviously, this was fake. They were cracking their toes, which is just so disgusting. Can you imagine being next to someone who can crack their toes and their knees joints so loudly that you think it's a spirit? How 
how loud was it? It must have been pretty loud. Like, they filled out auditoriums yeah. of, like, 400 people. It's hard to imagine because I think I would say my joints are quite loud. Same. Like, when uh, I walk, my, like, ankles can click yeah. quite easily. I'm quite a clicky yeah, person. Yeah, same. I'm a clicky person. Um, and it's all... I often... It's often noted about about me. Yeah, it's my character trait. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's my personality trait. Well, mainly my mum picks up on it. Um, but it's hard for me to then imagine how that how loud. Could be amplified. I think if they did it, money out of they did it near wood, or they had like special contraptions, and it would reverberate in the wood, and then it would. Okay. Which is mental. Anyway, do you think I could? Like, do you think me or you could recreate it I think, if we try? I think we should try. I think that should be... Yeah. If the podcast doesn't take off like we want it to, I think we should become the <laughs> the reincarnated Fox sisters cracking all our joints. Oh, and... we could. I think we great. should do that. My brother cracks his neck oh, and it gets mm. me so much. I, I hate He does that. it all the time. And I get so angry, like so irrationally oh, angry at that's it. Horrible. Just, just stop. I hate because don't I hate do it. The movement that people do as well when it's like and they just yeah. Oh no, it's don't do that. N- so actually, <laughs> this man is one of Hannah's favorite men that's ever existed from the Victorian period. One of my favorite men. And he pops up a lot. One of your favorite men, Sir Arthur yeah. Conan Doyle, wrote a expose <laughs> on the Fox Sisters. And oh, I love this man. He was so into spiritualism, like, towards the end of his life. I mean, this was, like, the middle. This was He was probably writing about them in, like, the, they died in the 1880s. So, yeah, you know, this was, like, heyday of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. So that's kind of started the spiritualist thing, and loads of people were trying to debunk them, and it went on back and forth. They started a movement. So then we go forward to 1917 in a small village near Bradford. West Yorkshire, big up. Yes. Called where two girls were photographing their interactions with fairies. And it's called the Cottingley Fairies Pictures. (laughs) And they convinced everybody, including Arthur Conan Doyle, that these fairies were real and that they'd captured them on camera. And they all just believed it. Also, I'm pretty sure, like, until these girls died... They claimed that they were real, or they claimed one was real. I think they said that the others were made yeah. up and one was real or something. Yeah. They stuck with it. 100%. Um, and also, you can look up the pictures. They are so they... fake. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way you could look at these and think, yeah, that's that's real. Exactly, it's clearly it's paper. They, they drawn them from children's books yeah. and then added wings. And then have propped them up with yeah. like hat pins and stuff. And there was a night, so the younger one was nine and the older one was 16, yeah. I think. The older and one was too old. She was too oh. old. But then also, it was Sorry, 1917. Just all my water. <laughs> oh no. It's fine, it's fine, I've recovered. Tell us more about these, this old girl. <laughs> so, kind of, apparently they kept it going because all these people like Arthur Conan Doyle, like famous spiritualists were all just, they were just absolutely believing in it. And then it wasn't until 1916 that it kind of came out about again. And then they didn't admit they were fake in 1980. Until 1980. So, yeah. They lived their whole lives with people claiming. 
it's mental that people believe them but it's like if who are these people if someone says it's valid and someone like as famous as Arthur Conan Doyle does Mm. that give it extra validity does that just make you think oh we've got to believe it now um I think so I think if you're a fan of Sherlock Holmes who seems like such a rational man Mm. and your your favorite writer is saying yeah definitely these things are real I I'd be more likely to believe it. I yeah. think I'd give it a thought. I'd probably not trust reality and think, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe Arthur Conan Doyle, a very rational man, yeah. is correct. Because well, he was like My a scientist, favorite... wasn't he? He was a physician. Yeah, he's... Mm-hmm. he's a rational man, but when it comes to spiritualism, he is not rational. <laughs> My favourite fact about this is like he has a a friendship with Houdini, the famous oh, magician. And I think their friendship ends because Arthur and Doyle's convinced that Houdini's tricks are real. Oh. And Houdini's like, they're not. I'm telling you they're not. <laughs> and they would fight about it all oh, the time. Oh, God. Yeah, because Houdini was so big on like debunking spiritualists. And, yeah! And, you know, like, he, that was his real thing at the end, that it was all like yeah. smoke and mirrors. But the fact that he was like, no, it's not real. And he's like, no, it is real. Yeah, Artigan Adult would not believe Houdini, who was doing the tricks. He was convinced Houdini was some sort of <laughs> magic man. He was not. I, oh, I love that man. I love that. I love that it's, he's just every, like, when I was researching, he just uh, popped up, no matter what decade it was. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, but I don't want to say this is him, but there's a big spiritualist from the Victorian time. It might be him, might be someone else. Because I remember doing it on a module that he really believes in spiritualism and he says that at his funeral he will come back as a ghost. Incredible. And he dies. Everyone goes to the funeral. He does not come back, oh. <laughs> come back as a ghost. But how sad. Like, everyone was waiting for him. I think his wife was there. Oh. I wish I knew who it was. Um, and yeah. he didn't turn up. No. That's so they sad. They were waiting for him. <laughs> we were all rooting for you. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine if they hadn't properly mourned because they were like, oh, well, it's okay. Yeah. He's still alive. He's going to come see us. We can have a chat And to then him. they get to the funeral. They're all really excited to see oh. their loved one again. And he doesn't show. That's so rude. Terrible. You'd think he'd be able to manifest one last time. I might be wrong, but I think maybe they say the temperature changed in the room or something. So oh. he may have turned up in terms of temperature, but <laughs> <laughs> so that's. I was looking back and I was like, because I'd heard about the cottoning fairies and I wanted to look more into it. And so I was like, yep. but so with every kind of technological advance, there seems to be people trying to create hoaxes and i think it's just really nice to see like how the old-fashioned hoaxes used to be and like yeah um so skipping forward a couple of years to the 1970s to the amityville horror house nice um and the case of the warrens i don't know have you seen the picture of the little boy on the stairs i haven't seen this picture should i look it up now yeah have a look what do I type Just in? put in Amityville house, a uh, little boy, ghost. This is the sort of thing that I absolutely love. I, oh, I love stuff. <laughs> Amityville, Amityville <laughs> house. Ghost uh, boy. Little boy. Little boy. Little boy. Okay. 
I- I'm so sad there's no visuals on this, so we could share. I know, I'll share the okay. picture. I see the, I see the little boy. It's quite um, freaky, isn't it? He's got like the kind of cat eyes. You know when you take yes. a photo of a cat and it like reflects back. I yeah, I agree. What's what? I don't really know the history of this. What did? Oh, you are in for a treat. So because I look at it now and I don't feel very like I don't really feel much for it. Yeah. Um. So I I need history. So people think not what initially happened in the Amityville Horror House, but what happened right. afterwards when they called in the Warrens and then the Warrens made a film about it. Of course they did. <laughs> because that's just if you're gonna call them, they're gonna yeah. make a film about it. There is. I respect. Them. <laughs> I respect the Warrens. <laughs> you know what they're gonna do. Yeah. So basically, this guy, I think he was. I can't remember what his name is. This is terrible. Um, yeah, it's okay. But he killed his family, which included his mum, his dad, and their two younger siblings, who were both little boys. And so and this this bit's fact. This is fact. Like, this happened. Right, yeah. Okay. So he killed them all in like the middle of the night, and then yeah, like maybe it was like half a year later, the Lutz family moved in, and a, okay. there's all this kind of stuff that's been made up, or it might have been made up. So this might be a hoax as well. That they started to. That I think the dad of the family would wake up at three a.m. every night, which is when the guy that killed his family that's when he came in and killed everybody um oh. they there was like flies in one of the rooms that they just couldn't get rid of there was this what did they call it ectoplasm like green slimy oh, stuff i love ectoplasm <laughs> why why did anyone believe in ectoplasm why would that know. be a thing why would that be a th- if that started happening you'd be so freaked out like it freaks me out that but why did someone, when they were thinking, let's make ghosts seem real, yeah. think ectoplasm? There's no rational thought <laughs> oh, and behind why ghosts would produce ectoplasm. The, I think it's probably come from like that spiritual seance stuff again, because some spiritualists yeah. would regurgitate like cheesecloth and all this yeah, like lumpy that's... stuff from mm-hmm. every orifice of their body. That makes me feel more ill. How disgusting. Can you imagine like cheesecloth? <laughs> that... That makes me more ill than the ghost. Yeah. So I think ectoplasm isn't real, but the freaky bit about that is I think Lutz's younger do- younger daughter had a friend she called Jodie, and Jodie yeah. was a demonic pig. Um, why did it? Why did the pig have to be demonic? <laughs> because it was the, because one of it must it might have been that one of the parents or one of the older siblings. They turned around one night and saw Jodie staring at them from a window in the upstairs, like, room. What? And she... Wait, Jodie's the pig? Jodie the pig, with, like, red eyes. Jodie the pig was staring <laughs> at them. Do you know what? If I was to believe any animal was demonic, it would be a pig. I love pigs, but they're, they're not kind. No, they would eat you, like, given the chance. Yeah. They'd eat anything. They would. Which respect it but also scary <laughs> they're too cute to eat you but yeah i kind of respect it though because i know everyone eats pigs not everyone but people eat pigs <laughs> everyone eats pigs. <laughs> that's like grimes in that video where she says that she eats hot dogs oh my god because it's not it's really, not really meat. meat everybody eats pigs <laughs> but like everyone People eat pigs, so pigs could also eat you. I think there's a nice it, it's a nice balance like, in that. karmic 
justice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just haven't had the chance yet. Um, pigs haven't had. The- <laughs> Are you suggesting there'll be a pig revolution? Animal farm. Oh my god, I wouldn't be surprised oh. at this point. That's just what twenty twenty no, needs. The pig revolution. Have you seen Spirited Away? No. But it's a little cartoon. Um, basically, spoiler alert: the her parents in Spirited Away get turned into pigs, and ever since, oh, I just I think about those pig pig people a lot. And Ooh. if I think about a revolution, I think about these little pig people. I'm gonna go. And also, them. there were pig people on um, Doctor Who that were, were kind there? of freaky too. Yeah, I go. I I remember because it was in one of my Doctor Who magazines as well. And it was on the front cover, and I oh, it used to freak me out a lot. It would just stare at me. In oh, the I've just googled the Spirited Away pigs. Yeah, I watched that film when I was so young, and I turned it off after I saw these pig people. <laughs> right, I've googled pig people Doctor Who. Just to, yeah, you can look it up. They're um, they're just like pigs, pig heads on bodies. Oh, I, I remember that. It. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. It was set, was that set in the 1920s, that episode? I feel like I have a dim memory. I think, I could be wrong, but I think Andrew Garfield might be in that episode. Is he? <laughs> he might be wrong. I know Andrew Garfield's in one episode, and it might be the pig person episode. That's mental. Anyway, so the Amityville Horror House picture... Yes. So th- they captured this picture of that little boy that's like staring, looking at the camera with the like reflective eyes. I mean, it yep. looks real enough that it could be a little boy, but it could. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, I'm skeptical whether it was a a real ghost that they Image. captured. A real camera. ghost, right. So which, so that was the 1970s and there's been many, many since then. But one yep. that is very, very dear to our hearts and yeah. had a big impact on all our university lives was yeah. the viral Twitter haunting of Adam Ellis through Dear David. And just to recap, Adam Ellis, do you know his job? He's a BuzzFeed graphic designer. So a graphic designer, someone who's, uh, you could say, adept, good at editing <laughs> photographs. <photos. laughs> <laughs> just keep that in mind as we go through the the happenings. Yeah, a lot of this story really relies on photographs. Yeah. So just just remember what Adam's job is. <laughs> and we'll post some of the pictures of um Dear David if I can stomach looking at them because I know they're probably not real, but they scare the shit out of me. Every, <laughs> like I was trying to watch this video because I couldn't access the thing and it kept it was driving me nuts. And to see, like, the final tweets, and it would just keep reloading. And so I was watching a video where, I think it was Loie Lane, she was going through all the tweets. And then every time she would, like, zoom in on the pictures that he posted, I was, like, covering the screen because I couldn't handle it. I was like, nope, nope, nope. Mm." (laughs) Anyway. Oh, bless you. And I was... Bless you, Cons. So I had... So this was in 2017, but I had a look to see what he was up to now. And he's created another creepy comic with someone called... I think it's Victoria Bloom. And he's oh. got a book deal out of it, and they're making a film, which again, remember the Warrens, be cautious. Yeah. And he yeah. has he has an OnlyFans, which I am really surprised about. <laughs> do do we have any idea what the content is like on his no. OnlyFans? 
I didn't look. Oh. I'm. I mean, if we... if people are willing to um, <laughs> donate to our podcast, we will pay for this OnlyFans. Oh my god! Yes. Oh um, my god. And find. I don't know how much his OnlyFans is, but if you want well, to look, give us we money, will find out. But that's what he's yeah. done in just the past a small three donation. Years. I don't want all your money since dear David. Yeah, in the past three years. Cool. So, so tell us about David. He begins a Twitter thread saying that he's being haunted by a ghost child. Ghost, go, mm, ghost child. A who? A, <laughs> a, a ghost child, you said? A ghost child named David. Not just any ghost. A ghost child. <laughs> a ghost child, which is even creepier, apparently. And who? What age of person would you want to haunt you? Like, what would be the ideal age of a person? I think a baby, like Ooh, one month old. You'd like to be haunted. Yeah, but what's it gonna do? Like, it can't, it can't hurt you. It's just a baby. Oh, you were thinking of like physical impact. On yeah, what were you thinking of? Like psychological. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who would you? Who would you not want? But you know, you know my weird stories with. Yeah. Oh. Well, yours are like old women, so yeah. surely you don't want old women to. Except the other, come the second. You. So the first one was the day before. I didn't want it to, this to turn to take this turn. We will go on to David in a second. <laughs> but a brief history of my experience with ghosts was the day before my grand's funeral. I we were all staying in a travel lodge with like my whole family. Yeah. It was a couple of years ago, and I woke up in the middle of the night and she was standing at the bottom of my parents bed which was like the bed beside mine and i understand like it was the day before her funeral like it makes sense that i'd be like dreaming about her and you know everything yeah but that was my first experience and i remember just being like "Mm -mm, no no we're not doing this we're not doing this turned back around went back to sleep didn't really tell anyone (laughs) about it because you sound yeah then the second time was last summer and i was in cornwall with my family and no, there's another time, Holly. There was someone in holes that was at the end of your bed. Yes, I forgot yeah. about that one. How could you? <laughs> I'm so. It was me. It was me. <laughs> Kathy, I've come home. <laughs> <laughs> so cold. <laughs> I just wanted to cuddle. Oh yeah, the one at the one at the end of my bed in holes. There was two people. <laughs> One person, and like we had tight all rooms in halls. They weren't big. They weren't big. They were like a little narrow corridor, basically. Yeah. Um, with single beds, but they were all right. They were like, I like. There was enough it. room. It was a vibe. It was a vibe. Yeah. Um, but there was somebody standing. We had like a desk that went from like wall to wall, and there was somebody sitting at one end of the desk, and then there was somebody standing at the bottom of my bed, staring at me, and they were wearing like polka dot that something it felt like they were wearing what you'd see on a children's television show so they were i think one was wearing pink and one was wearing green it was a girl and a boy all right and they were just like chilling at the end of my bed and i think i had a th- similar thing where i was like i'm not we're not doing you with just this. didn't want to you didn't want to deal didn't with it deal with it went back to sleep yeah. and but then i remember in the first week that i moved in i've actually had quite a few <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, I sound nuts. But, so, first few days I moved in, I was in the kitchen, and our kitchens were quite big, so it was all like, because there was six people in my flat. Yeah. And I was washing up, or I was crossing to go to the sink, and I felt like someone was right beside me, and it felt like a guy. I don't know, it was just like... Yes. 
His energy, man. You can just feel the energy. It, it, his energy felt aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> and it was I, aggressive energy. And it was just girls in my flat, so there was no, like, male energy to there be around. There was no aggression. <laughs> but, so, yeah. I, the energy felt sexist, is what Holly's saying. It was a sexist energy in that kitchen. And she was uncomfortable with the energy created in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was, like, before we'd met each other... It was your bad energy from your housemates yeah. leaking into my subconscious to prepare me for our friendship. Because Hannah lived with some absolute terrors in first year. Bad. It was quite the adventure. Bad men. I hope they're not listening. No. <laughs> yeah. You're all lovely. I really enjoyed our time together. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I was the terror. Maybe, you Maybe I'm the monster. You're not the monster. I just wanted to feel like Gabby Hannah. <laughs> she's made a comeback to YouTube. Has she? Yeah, she's back on YouTube. Can we ever stay on one topic? We've <laughs> made our way from Dear David to Gabby Hannah. <laughs> and yeah, so update on Gabby Hannah. She's back on YouTube. I was no hate for I... our conversation about her, but she is rather irritating. And I think so. I think she's come back because she's releasing a new book. Are you sure she didn't come back because she? listen to our podcast and... maybe she did maybe oh, can you yeah. imagine if she, we get slagged off in it in her comeback oh video yeah but we we'd get listens from it so <laughs> come at us yeah <laughs> thanks gabby <laughs> all press is good press <laughs> anyway holly i'm sorry to interrupt you but while you're doing that i just thought i'd have a look at our um our anchor account oh yeah we're at 99 total <gasps> plays. Oh, you know what that we- means. Oh, special announcement, announcement next week, guys. Ooh. I can't believe that. I'm so proud I'm of so us. I'm so proud anyway. of us. Thank you, everybody that's listened. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. It means so much. Okay, really? back to Dear David, to Dear David. So, I, in second year, I didn't live with Hannah and all our dear friends that I lived with final year. Yeah. But we all went out on the first night that everyone moved in. And then I had like a yep. really hungover, lazy day the next day. You were not well. You didn't feel well. Oh, I was so hungover. Yeah, you were not well. Oh. Anyway. Anyway. So as we were all sitting in Lydia's bed, I was yep. like, I've just read this really creepy thing. I want to tell everybody about it. And this yeah. is the story of Dear David. The tale. So Adam Ellis is a graphic designer who works for BuzzFeed. And at the beginning, he's drawn what he thought David looked like. And it's basically this enlarged head <laughs> with a big, like, scooped out bit. Yeah. And There's quite, nice like, scoop. stringy hair. And it's a bit, it's like, it's a bit comically freaky. Yeah. Um, the drawing, the little sketch is the least scary thing. It really is. And when you yeah. see that and then you see, like, the photos later, it's not. Not that freaky. No. Just putting it out there. So anyway, so it looks, it's like this sad, lumpy creature. So. I'm a sad, lumpy creature. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I feel that. I feel like a sad, lumpy creature. (laughs) Like, I don't know what it is about the word lumpy, but I've never related to a word more. (laughs) I'm just. I feel lumpy. I'm just a lumpy item. I'm a lumpy gal. <laughs> so the first tweet he sends out is, so my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child and he's trying to kill me. So it begins oh. that he dreams about David 
and he sees yep. him sitting at the bottom of his bed in the green rocking chair um and he has sleep paralysis but he so it's basically okay. this like little lumpy baby staring at him with a piece missing yep. out of his head and david gets out of the chair and comes towards him and then he wakes up screaming before david gets to his bed so it's like that kind of like dream in between. Yeah. And I've never had sleep paralysis, but you've had sleep paralysis, haven't you? I've had sleep paralysis, yeah. Yes. Do you want some insight into Please, whether... I would love to have some insight. Um, th- I could imagine this would be sleep paralysis. Yeah. Because, uh, and not a ghost. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe all sleep paralysis is a ghost, but I think our friend Katie... I think she had sleep paralysis, but she, there was suspicion that it could have been a ghost at the time because she felt tugging on her ear. And I so, remember yeah. this, yeah, in the house. I think maybe it's not sleep paralysis, but I think there is, a, when you're like half awake, half asleep, yeah. and your mind's in a weird place, I think it is scary what your mind can do. Yeah. That I do think like it's possible that your mind could convince you there is a little boy in the corner of the room see this is Um, every time i've had like one of my experiences and i'm using air quotes so you can't see it's always she is i confirm she is (laughs) thanks hannah thanks for the verification there is air quotes (laughs) but i think it's always been in that like in between half waking half sleeping so that's why i discount quite a lot of it but i think i don't like no need to like i don't want to discount anything anyone said because I am quite sceptical, but you can't say what people are experiencing is not real, because it might be. Yeah. But I do find it interesting that a lot of ghost experiences, when people tell a story, they do often happen like when you've just woken mm. up. It's not often when you're just like walking down know, the street. Down. Yeah. yeah, it's not often that, but that means that means nothing. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe we're closer closer to the the nether worlds. <laughs> the nether worlds. When- <laughs> call it <laughs> the underworld the underworld maybe we're closer to hell when we're asleep and that's when they crawl out and they try and take us down with them well this is why i'm i think my final experience that i had when i was in cornwall yes. in this really really old house so i think it's a house i think it was built in 1850 and we because we had a look because oh. we were nosy and i the room i was staying in i just had a bad feeling about it the whole time yeah. so i was like don't freak yourself out sleep the light on and you know, so you won't wake up and not know where you are and get freaked out. Yeah. So I was trying to avoid everything. But then it must have been maybe like three nights in and I woke up to a... She wasn't an old woman. She was probably... I reckon she was probably about like 25. But a woman oh. in a... Was she pretty? Scarily vacant, I think. I think... Oh, that's beautiful. That's haunting. <laughs> That sounds like how Edward describes Rosalie in Twilight. <laughs> Scarily vague. <laughs> oh my god. So she was she had this long, like, grey greyish blonde hair. Right. A white nightgown. And yeah. these huge, like, grey, green, empty eyes. And she was sitting at the bottom of my bed, just staring at me. And Aww, so maybe she wanted to be friends. Well, this is it. So we were house sitting for mum's friends who were in Australia, and yeah. they're quite old. They're like elderly people. So I was thinking, if you are in this house, if you're stuck in this house as like a ghost, and there's new people, you're going to be curious about it because you're oh, like, that's quite where nice. have they gone? 
So that's what I think yeah. it was. And I think... and maybe like you were the only person who was closer to her age, and she yeah. thought maybe you would like respond well. And then I told her to. I was and like, you did not. Like, no, 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 no. Because the light was on, so I could see her that clearly, and that's what makes me oh, think that God. it was like. And then I went and slept in my friend's room and woke her up at 3am and I was like, I can't go into my parents' bed because I'm 20. (laughs) 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 So I'm going to go and sleep with my friend. (laughs) And to be fair, she was very nice to me. So, but I was like, I can't stay in that room. It's just, it's, mm -mm. I don't want to see her again. But she didn't, she she left me alone after that. But um, I didn't sleep very well the rest of the time I stayed there. But that's my... But again, that was that's what makes me think there's something else going on because I could see her in the... Yeah. With the, with the bedroom light on. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, that's strange. I, I feel like I wouldn't be good in that situation because I wouldn't have my glasses on. Oh, so I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't be able to see. And then by the time <laughs> I'd surely got my glasses, gone. I would have looked and thought, oh, it's it was just like a sheet or something. Yeah. So I think that puts me at a disadvantage when it comes to ghost spotting. Your eyesight, you probably just think it's... If you did see a ghost, you might have just thought it was something else. Do you think everyone with like bad eyesight has never seen a ghost? And that's... The people who do see ghosts are people with good eyesight, and the skeptics are people with bad eyesight. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Something to consider, yeah. something to ponder on. If you want to be a ghost hunter, do you have to have like contact lenses good in eyesight. all the times? Or maybe we should do a uh, survey and see like if there's a correlation between people who can see really well and people who've seen ghosts. I would love to do that. Should we? Same. We could do it on um Instagram. We'll do it on the Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it we'll on do Facebook it, group. We'll do it on. We'll do it on the Facebook group with our one member. Woo! Woo! Thank you, Emily. Thank you, Emily. We love you, Emily. <laughs> uh, we'll do it on all the social media. So check out our social media. Anyway, yeah. come, let's finish, dear David. Sorry. So yeah, not that anyone cares it's anymore. Not you. Now. It's me. <laughs> that's all. That's the end of my ghost stories, by the way. So I will not be interrupting with my own experiences from now on. It is only dear David. So the guy Adam Ellis yeah. is dreaming about David and is freaked out. So then he has uh-huh. another dream after the one yep. where he wakes up screaming before David reaches his bed, where the he meets a little girl and the little girl says, "You've seen dear David, haven't you?" And then <laughs> she explains that he's dead. He only appears at midnight, Aww. and you can ask him two questions if you say dear David first. And then if you ask him... If- is she dead? Or is this just a little girl that's wandered into his house? Oh, no. This isn't a dream. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> it's me. <laughs> and the ominous little girl. I think she's like... He says he's in a library as well when she comes and finds him. So oh. it's a weird setting, anyway. Okay, I like so that. So you can ask... David, two questions if you say dear David first. However, if you ask him a third question, he will kill you. (laughs) Oh, okay, well, that's fair. I think that's just common courtesy. If someone's told you you can only ask two questions, it's rude to ask Don't ask three, or you you deserve to die. You will die, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) If I've said two questions and you ask a third, nah, no life for you. You're gone. So, a couple of weeks passes, and David is in his dream again, sitting in the rocking chair, staring at him. He asks him, Dear David, how did you die? And then I find the way he describes David's voice the funniest. So he, like, he <laughs> mumbled, an accident in a store. So he asks him a second question. Dear David, what happened in the store? To which he groans, a shelf was pushed on my head. <laughs> how, how old is dear David? This is what I don't, I don't know if he's like a toddler. 
I think he maybe he's like five. Oh, okay, that makes more sense because I've seen like a two-year-old like crawling around the <laughs> well, like, well, well, yeah. <laughs> <Pee and Q. laughs> and they like drop some like bricks on his head. <laughs> she thought that's just not good parenting. It's horrifying. Oh yeah. my god. Sorry, David. That's so funny. And so he's like frozen, and then Adam Ellis goes, "Who pushed the shelf?" And David doesn't answer. <gasps> so he has a third. He has a third question. But to be fair, he didn't say "Dear David" in front of it. So does that does that negate it? <laughs> yeah. Ad- I'm not being funny. Adam is stupid. He didn't follow the one the rule, one rule they told him to follow. God's sake, Adam! So another few weeks goes by. He googles dead children called David dying in a store. Nothing happens. That's fair. He moves into the larger apartment that's upstairs. And another month goes by without anything happening, and then. In like one of the tweets at the end, he says, I think he lost track of me because I moved upstairs. How terrifying is that? That there's this like, demon boy looking for you. Yeah. How scary. I also, I'm intrigued by Adam Ellister's like, apartment sort of blue, like, floor print. Yeah. Is, is it an apartment? Is there a house that's it's? I think it's like a, floors? I think in America they call them like duplexes. So I think there's like, yes, they do. maybe a, a, like a shop at the bottom and then he was in like the middle apartment and then there was a um he he's now moved into like the upstairs apartment which is okay, the final right. one it looks really nice actually like i wouldn't mind living there yeah I, I could live them. with david <laughs> <laughs> i could deal with it so then so this was him like looking back and now we kind of come to the present and it's like august i think august 2017 cool so he says his cats are acting really weirdly that they all gather out front outside his door at midnight and just stare at the door. His cats are witches. His cats are witches. I think all cats probably are. I feel like yeah, same. they have... They. It's weird when animals just like stare at nothing. There is a cat. I walk past it almost daily. It's like two seconds from my house. And it stares at the wall all day long. Really? Um, yeah, oh, just constantly. Something, all day. Something on that it wall. really likes me though. Aww. Because it rubs itself against my legs That's... and meows and i looked that up and it's when they're claiming you oh like is so yeah how cute is that anyway back to david <laughs> back to david so his cats are like staring at the door and then he looks in the peephole and thinks he can see something moving on like the stairwell um and then turns on the hall lights nothing there as per yep. ghost hall, ghost story shenanigans um yep but the cats just get like freaked out all the time so he signs off from these like tweets saying dear david found me i think i don't know what to do i'll keep you updated (laughs) so cats basically the cats just like sit by the door for a long time he takes a photo through the peephole nothing's there um thinks there's something hidden on the stairs in one of the photos he dead pops the door the cats are like still doing this thing for like probably about two weeks he puts a line of salt down and then he starts recording (laughs) Like, you know those sleep recording apps to hear what you say yes. in your sleep? I kind of want to do that, but I am scared. I'm terrified. Be... I don't think I could handle it. Yeah. There was one time, uh, I think it was in second year, our neighbours were having a party and it was super loud. And the walls were like reverber- reverberating. And I was trying to record it to be like, oh, listen, so loud. But the problem with that is every time you record it, it's never as loud as it actually is. So <laughs> but it's really annoying. Anyway, I was recording it. And like it was silent for a bit, and I played it back, and I, like it was so silent, 
when you you know when it's so quiet you hear any noise yeah. it's like what was that and there was like noises in the playback Ooh. that would and i was a bit like um that makes me a little uncomfortable oh, I hate these that. like ominous noises that were what i didn't hear but are in the recording was it in okay. which house was this in it's in second year, so... Oh, yeah. To be fair, your second year house was definitely haunted. And you lived... Oh, yeah, big time. You lived in the basement, and it was... They were nice ghosts. Though. Yeah. They used to turn... What did they used to do? They used to turn your music off, and then you'd ask them to put it back on they again. They turned my music off when I was in the shower, and if I asked <laughs> nicely, my music would turn back on. Oh, incredible. They would turn Emily's um, toothbrush on and off. Yes. I forgot about that. And I would be in my room trying to work and I would like storm to the bathroom and be like, could you stop doing that? And I'd get so angry at them. <laughs> I'd talk, I, like, if anyone heard me in the bathroom, I used to just talk to the ghosts all the time. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even believe in ghosts. I don't know what's happening, but I was just talking to them. Um, and I'd be in the shower and just like having a fight with the ghosts. <laughs> but then I, when I started to be nice to them, they started to be nice back. Yeah, and, um, I like that. I think... I think that's a message for life. I think that's the thing about... Because I've, you know, I think is the whole like malevolent spirit thing. Yeah. If that ever happened to me, I'd be so freaked out and I wouldn't know what to do. But so far, yeah, I, I think cope. if something happens, it's just like, oh, this is a bit weird. But then nothing comes of it. From your experience, I would say that the only way to deal with ghost hauntings is to just turn over and go back to sleep. And say, no, I'm not. Do- I'm really sorry. I'm not doing this. And just go back to sleep. Yeah. Just go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and if you if they're in the bathroom with you, just be polite. Just say I'm really sorry. Just don't. I'm having a bad day. Just because they're dead shower. doesn't mean yeah. Just because they're dead does not mean you have the right to be rude. No, exactly. That's that is the moral of this. <laughs> so, day he thinks he hears a few noises between two and three a.m. He thinks he's hearing like snaps, which is a bit weird, and then no. like one step. It's the it's the girls with their ankles again. <laughs> they're back snapping their ankles. <laughs> Yes. They're haunting like, hey! him now. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. And they were like, let's yeah. really freak them out and do what we used to do when we were alive as a fake and now it's our <laughs> Back communication. In the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like he hears like static electricity. Um he buys a Polaroid camera, takes a couple of pictures of the apartment, and then he takes a picture of the hallway and the hallway's just black. Like the whole thing is just black. Oh. Which is a bit freaky actually, and I wouldn't know how you would do it. Um, so he, you know, takes a few things and every time the hallway is just like black. Okay. Then he sages his apartment, which actually is a culturally appropriate practice from indigenous people. Yeah. I've heard this. Don't do it. No, don't do it. It's not, it's been a- It's not your culture. No. Don't appropriate it. Leave it it alone. Yeah. Or if you're going to do it, buy it from an actual, like- Native American yeah. shop yeah. and site. And maybe like get them to teach, teach you how to do it. it. I don't yeah. know. So you appreciate it instead of appropriating it. Exactly. And that is yeah. the way forward. Come on, Adam Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> so didn't work, basically, he says. No surprise because he's culturally appropriated. And um he dreams about David. He says the bedroom was all like hazy and smoky, and David was sitting in the rocking chair shrunken and silent and staring at him and if there's nothing freaky about this freaky being anyway but the fact yeah. that he's like shrunken like it reminds ooh. me of Voldemort yes when, you know and he's like a little baby creature <laughs> yes. it reminds me of that <gasps> oh. why was that in a children's film why would yeah 
oh my, I used to have to leave for that bit in Goblet 5 because it freaked me out so much. It's He's so milky when he comes Ooh. out. He's like, ugh, carry on, okay. carry on with David. Let's move on from <laughs> So he's still recording himself in sleep. He has a static electricity. And then he says he feels like he woke up and the whole apartment was shaking. Um, there's a thunderstorm. He begins to feel unsafe in his house. Um, and then he dreams that David is like dragging him through the arm, by the arm, through an abandoned warehouse. So he doesn't. I would love to see that because David's he's this shrunken, dragging a missing head. Yeah, child. shrunken child <laughs> dragging full-grown man. <laughs> and so he doesn't think much of it until he's showering, and then he has these bruises on his arm, and they do look oh. like three fingerprints near his wrist. Um. Mm. And then he goes for his usual walk, walk pa- walks past this old warehouse. It's usually like really full, but it's completely like gutted and empty, except for this one green chair left in the middle, which what? is no. David has a real thing for the color green. Yeah, he just likes an aesthetic. <laughs> so we have to respect Let him be. the ghost He's aesthetic. trying to live cottagecore life. <laughs> I love that. Um... So yeah, so basically he's like, oh, freaky, freaky warehouse. Especially because David was like dragging him through a warehouse. Yeah. So cats are still doing their thing where they stand by the side of the door, but it's like getting earlier. So now it's at like 10 p.m. They cry for 15 minutes and <gasps> then they like wander off. So me, <laughs> 10, 10 p.m., cry for 15 minutes, wander off. Carry on as normal, daily crying. Just love stand it. at my door, cry 15, <laughs> go to bed. Love it. It's the routine. It's a quarantine yeah, routine. Yeah, have a routine. <laughs> quarantine routine. <laughs> he starts to get phone calls from an unmarked number after the cat stuff, like, each night. And then, when you actually picture it, it's much funnier than it is when you read it. So he answers yeah. only once, and then he hears a static sound that he hears, like, in the middle of the night. And then oh. he's just about to hang up, and he hears, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello. In this, hello, like, it's me, <laughs> it's David. <laughs> <laughs> David, <laughs> dear David, you asked me one <laughs> question too many, and I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> it's just like Oliver Twist. <laughs> All right, Governor, it's David. <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello. Oh man. So he then starts setting up like pet monitoring cameras, which basically just take pictures for movement, I think. Yeah. Um, a chair rocks by itself. Very typical um, haunted house situation. His cats are yeah. like jumping over invisible things and staring at... Um, oh, and this bit's actually horrifying. So he's dreaming again, but this time yeah. there's a severed head in the bed next to him and he sees dark figures staring at him through the upper floor windows. Right, that gets me a bit more. Oh. I feel seeing figures from outside. Ugh, Don't no. like it. I really mm, no. Mm, 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 mm. Because that that seems too real. Like may- maybe there's a cult nearby, and they're like planning to sacrifice you. Well, I read a different viral thread where this guy is <laughs> thinking he's being um. There's a cult or like a witch lady oh. that's got no eyes who is going to come and kill him. But that's a story for a different yeah. day. Um, <laughs> he then... <laughs> moving on. Moving on. And so this is where the pictures of David kind of, not begin, but tentatively begin to begin. Yeah. So he believes there's someone standing on the opposite roof staring at him. 
Um, and he takes a picture, and to be fair, it looks like a grainy baby doll that is like yep. staring at him, and we know it's David. Four months go by, he's dreaming of David again, who is sitting on a different chair in his bedroom, so he's not on the green rocking chair, which got moved out of the thing. He's glaring, shuffling towards him until he's right next to him, mumbling again, and then oh. his eyes like roll back into his head, and then he's like crawling oh. and mumbling onto Ellis's bed, and then he wakes up and can't see he can't see David anywhere. So then this is where his he sets up like I think it's a it's an app that takes a picture every minute. Yep. And he there's a picture of David sitting on the chair in this like striped top with like these dead eyes, but it looks to be fair, it does look like a CPR baby doll. Yep. Yeah. That's just been super grainy, super blurry. Um and then there's a picture of David sitting in the chair, and then there's a picture of him like crawling down from the chair and then yep. crawling towards him. I just the pictures are horrifying, but you can see like the missing chunk in his head. Yes, like, you can. So we know it's David at this point. We can identify. We can. This is David. He's got he's got his characteristics. Yeah, <laughs> fashion icon, ready to go. And I'm just gonna breeze over the next bit because it's. I feel like it gets too elaborate. Like if he left it at the photos, yeah, we would all be like, oh my god. I think if he left it at the photos and then tweeted something like creepy. I don't know. Yeah, like goodbye. Yeah, I'd be like, oh my gosh, what happened? But to you can't really go anywhere from the photos. This is the, the thing. Photos the photos are yeah. so horrifying. So I think he goes to yeah. Japan um, for a bit. Fair. So which is why his yeah. tweets are getting like as you would, as you would, you'd get the fuck out of there. Yeah, his tweets are less frequent, and he starts hearing thumping on the roof, and he finds there's like this crawl space. It's probably about three feet above him oh, yeah. that he didn't know was there. Um, he wakes up a few nights later to this huge crash above him and it happens like 15 times, he says. So it's like this thing like falling and falling several times. Um, he gets his landlord to have a look after he's spotted this little Victorian shoe, little leather shoe stuck in the hatch of the crawl space. Yeah. And it's like, really? That, this is that just... seems less real to me. Like as soon as... I don't know. As soon as he's doing the crawl space in the little Victorian ship, no. no, no, you've gone um, too far, too no. far. And also, the landlord finds this like old green marble that he tries to make a big deal out of. But I'm also, come on. So he goes to his parents' house for this. Oh no, there's more pictures of David. I forgot about this. So it's now December, oh, okay. and he started tweeting in August about this. He starts feeling really ill and dizzy and disorientated. He does the app again that takes a photo every sixty seconds. He is, like, jolted awake, checks his phone, and David is there, pacing the room, getting closer to Adam, and then he's looking directly at the camera, and it's haunting. It's so yeah. horrifying. But then there's also a really funny bit where um, David is, like, collapsed on a chair because he's exhausted. Oh, <laughs> He's tired. He's too tired to carry on being spooky Aww. and just... <laughs> That would be me as a ghost. <laughs> like, oh, too much haunting for one day. <laughs> so he goes to his family's at Christmas. It's now like 2018, so around the time for the holidays. Um, Holiday. He then, in the middle of the night, he goes to the toilet and it, he thinks he sees something outside. And then the next day, he he's like in Montana at this point. He's not in New York anymore. And okay. then... In the snow, there are these tiny human footprints leading 
to somewhere mm. unknown back into the forest and it's like David's followed him to Montana <laughs> I just don't think like David has the capability to do that he got tired from walking about a bit a room, of haunting yeah. <laughs> he can't walk like how is he going to get to Montana is he in his backpack like how did he get yeah there? hey <laughs> he goes through like the airport customs and they're like oh there appears to be a child in your backpack sir <laughs> and he's missing part of his head <laughs> it's just David don't worry don't worry he comes with me everywhere I can't get rid of him <laughs> So he's back in New York and he feels like it's getting worse. David's getting closer and closer in his dreams and he always wakes up just before David gets to him. He yeah. then dreams that he sees David hovering in the corner of the ceiling and mouthing something. He starts to hover over his bed and he's so paralysed that he can't move. He can only look up and stare at David. David then falls onto him and he has this like <laughs> crushing pressure. And this picture... This makes me laugh. <laughs> This picture is the one that... This picture is where, as freaky as all the other pictures are, this is the funniest thing I think I've ever... He's basically, if it is a baby doll, he's thrown it up and down several times until he captures it like in motion coming back down towards him because David... David is... is, He's coming at him. He is falling onto him. (laughs) There's no way to describe the humour of that picture so other than funny. just just look it up. <laughs> it, it's it's too good. Oh. So then after this, he's like, he's not seeing David anymore. He's sleeping better, but he's beginning to lose time. And he goes to brunch, very like loving New York thing to do. And yeah. loads of pe- he posts like several things in his Instagram stories and several people on Twitter are DMing him saying, look at this screenshot of you of your face and basically yeah. <laughs> in the screenshot it's kind of like you know when um something corrupts and it, it the picture yeah it goes in, it goes like all different pinky colors. green yeah so like half the picture is the normal picture that he thinks he posted and then the bottom half it's been like corrupted with like this pink glitch yeah but half of that... his face has turned into david's face <laughs> Oh my god, I'm going to have to look that up. There's... It went too far, didn't it? It's so funny. I just can't. I can't. Every time I see it, I just... I'm like, right, well, this is this is getting too too much now. Yeah, that... And then I think it... my, my phone immediately knew what I wanted to Google. <laughs> okay, carry on. And then it kind of stops after that. Um, and then it's revealed that he's making a film. And I haven't watched the trailer because living it is horrifying. There's a trailer? Yeah, I think there's a trailer. Which I was too scared to okay. even like search for. Um, now I'll watch it later and see what's happening with that. But that's why I think it's not real because if he's obviously not revealed... And also there was this thing about him tweeting differently and using like different punctuation. Yeah, I'd seen that. Which and that possibly he was possessed. Yeah. I think for me <laughs> It's the hoax it's, for me. <laughs> yeah. It's the hoax for me. Um it's it can't be real. No. I think as soon as you're I just think if ghosts are real, are they gonna be a like I don't think you're gonna be a I just can't see if ghosts are real. Why isn't everyone tweeting about it? You yeah, because surely, like, if, if why is it extent, him? Why was he the one that was chosen for all this yeah. haunting? And like, it's. I think it's such a clever narrative, and it's just, it's really interesting how they use Twitter for it, and how they use 
they created this like viral ghost story and now yeah i've seen so many tiktoks of people being like using tiktok bloody effects yeah to um show where ghosts are with like the ripple effect i, really, I respect what he did i think it was uh yeah really clever thing to really do clever. do i think it's real no no not at all no but not even in the slightest but i like it and i like i liked that when i first heard it i heard it i was a little scared a little spooked um a little spooked so until until it gets to david falling on him <laughs> that that just yeets me right out of there oh why did he do he took it too far i think that's it but yeah but we um so that is the story of david and so i told everybody this story as you all just moved into what we now know is yep. your haunted house and yep. then down the back of someone's radiator what do we find but a portrait an oval a portrait little, of a little boy in lederhosen blonde boy yeah um <laughs> And we've researched this, like, we've done as much research as we can on the picture, to no avail. We don't know where it came from. Yeah, or why it was left there. Um, why it's there. It looks old. Yeah. like But not, like, super old. Like, it doesn't look... From, like, maybe like, the 90s? Like, the eight, yeah, 80s or 90s? I think 70s at most. Yeah, I agree with that, actually. Well, so, my main hopes I'm going to talk about is Momo, because oh. Momo, recent, I love oh, it. Talking about but, um, freaky faces... Oh my god. I've learned to appreciate Momo's beauty. Okay. <laughs> but while I was researching, I found this hoax, which honestly, it's just like a sentence long and it relates to nothing I'm talking about, but I had to mention it. Um, a, a hoax that I found, apparently it's pretty famous, but I'd never heard, heard about it, is one surrounding Richard Gere. Oh. I don't know if you know about this. Um, there is a hoax story, or an urban legend, if you will, that Richard Gere once turned up to the ER right. hospital because he had a gerbil stuck what? up his up his anus. <gasps> That's the whole thing. That's the hoax. What? And like people believed it. Yep, that was a hoax around. There's no more to it than, than that. That's it. Who made anyway. That up? <laughs> no idea. Don't know why it's a thing. Also, I read an article on it, which I'll link. It's an incredible article that they're basically saying with most hoaxes and urban legends, bits change over time. Right. um, Over years, like just elements change a bit. But with this one, it has consistently been Richard Gere and it has consistently (laughs) been a gerbil. It hasn't been any other type of rodent. It has to be a gerbil. Oh, no. It's just very strange. That's the whole hoax. (laughs) The end. But anyway, Momo. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> time, time to get serious. So, um, I'll get to Momo, but basically, Momo was a hoax, but originally people thought it was to do with, you'd get a message on WhatsApp from Momo, and it would tell mm. you to do certain things. Yeah. Um, quite bad things, and it was targeted at children. This initially reminded me of chain letters on the internet. Yes. Do you remember them? Yeah. So... I would be playing on Girl Go games or whatever, <laughs> and I'd scroll down to the comments of like one of the dress-up games I was playing, and there'd be a chain letter thing, which is basically when it's like says something, and then it says you've got to share this to five people or something, something bad, bad will happen. happen. Like it was always like your mum will die or well, like people still do I, it on Facebook today, and it, yeah. it shocks me that people are still doing it. Like it's been around for a long, long time. I tried to find the ones that I used to see and I couldn't find the exact ones but I found really similar ones so there's this one that was 
this is kind of the most similar to what I saw. And it says, my name is Summer. I'm 15 years old. I have blonde hair and blue eyes. I have, n- I have no nose or ears. My body's covered with scars. Oh. Didn't I... T- didn't I tell you I'm dead? My dad killed me. And like everything's spelt wrong. There's so much punctuation that's wrong. <laughs> my dad killed me with a kitchen knife in the year 2001. Oh my god. It's up to you if you repose this or not. But this is no lie. This is for real. What? Now copy this and paste it onto the walls of 10 other pages of groups. Your time is running. See more. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> this isn't fake. If you copy and paste this to 10 pages in the next 10 minutes, you will have a, the best day of your life tomorrow. <laughs> you And then you will either get kissed or asked out. Oh my nice. god. If you break this chain, you will see a little dead girl in your room. In 53 minutes, someone will say, I love you, or I'm sorry, or I want to go out with you. And that's the end that's of it. That's so like, specific. Also, that was, why? what do they get out of it? I don't know. I have no idea. These used to terrify me as a child. Oh, yeah, because you would believe... I was trying to dress some girls up online, and That's, I didn't yeah. want to get killed by Summer, <laughs> who had no no eyes. No, no nose or ears. No nose or ears. She's covered in skies. But she did have blonde hair and blue eyes, so... It's weird that they led with that, wasn't it? Yeah, no, I'm just a normal girl, but I have no ears. <laughs> Yeah. No ears and no nose. <laughs> anyway, I just love that. It kind of reminds me of... Well, I don't love it because it actually terrified me as a child. But it reminds me of what Momo... What people thought Momo Momo, Momo. Momo and Momo was. <laughs> Momo was. <laughs> so, all my information on Momo is from Wikipedia. Um, we love. I'll link it below. Um, basically, Momo, if you don't know, is a non-existent social media challenge that was spread on Facebook and other media outlets. Basically, it started in 2018... But really gained fame and recognition in 2019 because a bunch of stuff was being shared on Facebook and the likes that teenagers and children were getting messages um, where people would present themselves as Momo on WhatsApp um, and try and convince people to contact them. Mm. And then players would be instructed to perform tasks. And if you refused to do so, you would get threats. Um, that, and you would get gory pictures and, I don't know, they were telling you to do horrible, horrible things. Yeah. But apparently this didn't happen at all. It just... No. And also, there was... it. Also, people were saying that it was being... Momo's image was being inserted into YouTube videos and YouTube kid videos about Peppa Pig and Fortnite. Oh, but, it's like subliminal... Me- not subliminal messaging, but like... Uh, yeah. Right, I get you. Yeah. Um, but... There's no evidence that that happened. <laughs> There's no evidence that any of this happened. So authorities have not confirmed any physical harm resulting from this, or even that a sustained exchange of messages took place between Momo characters and anybody. So the real issue was that parents kept posting about it because they were like, uh, oh no, our children. Right. That then led to, one, Momo getting fame. Two, children being scared mm-hmm. because their parents were like, Seeing this picture, the picture's all over Facebook because people are sharing it and being like, oh yeah, people are getting Watch messages Watch out for from... this, yeah. Yeah, that was what led to it being an issue. Oh. Which I just think is so wild. Yeah. Um, yeah, no one has confirmed that anyone was harmed directly from it. Um, and that concern and distress registered by ch- children was primarily driven by media reports rather than as a result of moments. God, that's so, me- yeah. it's like scaremongering at its basic, isn't it? That yeah. if you you create you make the thing scarier than it actually is by bringing it, paying attention to it, and making it like valid. 
Exactly. God. So in 2019, YouTube said that they'd not received any links to videos showing or promoting the Momo challenge on YouTube. So there was no evidence that existed either. Mm. But it also permits news stories and videos intended to raise awareness of, of the phenomenon. Um, and also, it's demonetized all videos mentioning Momo, which is why when I was trying to research this, it was a real pain. Because <laughs> when I searched Momo, or like Momo explained into YouTube, not really anything Nothing was comes coming up. up because people aren't making videos on it. Yeah. And it also means I couldn't find my favorite video to share because it's been taken down, which is basically a joke thing of the Momo doll apologizing oh god and saying that she had nothing to do with it and it really humanizes momo but it's been taken down off the internet <laughs> and then some of my favorite things i found is that is from the artist who created it who i'm gonna pronounce this wrong but i've really tried case kesuki iso um i'm just gonna call them iso from now yeah. on i think that's how you say it um that he created the sculpture and he made it from natural rubber and plant oils, but it's decomposed now. Oh no. Yeah, so Iso said Momo is based on a Japanese folk figure or a bird woman. That's who she Which is, she does, basically. to be fair, she does look like a bird figure in a yeah. horrifying way. And it didn't originally get much attention when it was first exhibited mm. which makes me sad and then he was really shocked when he started seeing the links and he said when momo first appeared it was good in a way that it had received some attention i was pleased but the way that it has been used now is very unfortunate people do not know if it's true or not but apparently the children have been affected and i do feel a little responsible oh. for it i feel like i am in trouble but it's all out of my hands oh. and then so he threw it out but i think because it had decompose and he said it doesn't exist anymore it was never meant to last <laughs> but he does have a replica mask of it still oh, no. why um, is it with I, like things that decomposing creepy dolls why is that our thing that keeps coming back know, but apparently we just love it <laughs> we, we love decompose, decomposing creepy dolls um, and eventually he said that the children can be reassured Mo Momo is dead oh. she doesn't exist and the curse is gone Oh, but it, it makes me suspicious when he says the curse is gone yeah. because i think if he was, was momo cursed was momo actually cursed i mean it's a it's a cursed thing to have made i think yeah the image is horrifying it's horrifying great piece of art from him yeah to make it look so real yeah it got a response i think he does a lot of sort of horror sculptures mm. um so he he seems pretty incredible it's his jam um, and I feel bad if he feels a bit guilty because it wasn't his fault at all. No. But um, he just created something weird and oh. people were scared of it. Which, fair enough, it's a little scary, but I've grown to love it. I've Have you? Mm. <laughs> Justice for Momo. I, I've actually grown a. I think if you'd seen the video where she's apologising, so you would grow to love it too. How did that work? Was it the artist that made her apologise? No, I think it was like I, I don't really know much about editing, but I think someone had just edited the mouth to move a bit. Ugh. And then it just sort of says stuff. It's the same mouth move. Or maybe the mouth doesn't move. There's no way to know because the video is deleted. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. So, sorry. I wish I could show you that. That was really what inspired me to do Momo because <laughs> I, love that, I love that girl. <laughs> I love, but I just, I find it, I find it wild that 
it was supposedly never actually a thing. Mm. And it was just because parents were posting about it out of concern that then led children to actually being scared. It was a self-fulfilling prophecy. That's terrifying, isn't it? That it's, I suppose, because there's this perception that you don't know what your children are watching on the internet. And like, I think it's Mm -hmm. understandable. Like, I know my parents don't know what I look at on the internet and I don't know what they do. But now that I'm an adult, I suppose it's like... I don't know. It's less scared. They don't think I'm doing the Tide Pod challenge for the lols or like. Yeah. But that kind of I... that it could be something nefarious. And did Momo come before or after Slenderman? After. Right. Slenderman's, I think, like 2011. I want to say. Really? I have no evidence because there's um, I I'm not down with the kids, so I'm gonna <laughs> probably say some of this stuff wrong, but. 4chan? That's the website. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of, like, people used to do a lot of stuff like Slenderman on there mm. and they would s- tell these stories that they would convince people real and they never were. And it's like, um, um, what's it? Creepypasta? Creepypasta, yeah. On Reddit, I, yeah. I never I never looked at them because I, I guess I wasn't that sadistic as a child. <laughs> and and I, I wanted to sleep at night. Um... Because oh yeah, that's if if I was a child and Momo was going around, I think, I think I would be scared. I'd be terrified. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't think I'd like that. No, because I, I, based on how I reacted to the chain letters when I was younger, <laughs> and I would just be like, oh gosh, I'm just trying to enjoy a good game. But no, you're you're ruining it. Yeah, and I never shared them with people, so I don't know. Why I was scared because you I never. Yeah, I haven't been murdered by a girl with no ears and no nose. Or Renesmee or Annabelle. I think we're doing or quite Annabelle, well. Or Dear David. Or Dear I've, David. Mocked, I've mocked Dear David solidly for like two years now. And he's not come for me. And yes, there is a possibility that one day in a few years, all of the haunted things that They'll I've gather up. will gather to murder me gruesomely. But as of yet, I'm pretty much thriving. So... <laughs> <laughs> kind of thriving <laughs> yeah hoaxes I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see what the next one will be because I feel like they have such a short shelf life because there's always another one coming around the corner yeah and well, I suppose think like now... Annabelle Go escaping on. was maybe that was a hoax as well because it was never real no but but do you not think like with every hoax what if they are real and we're <laughs> We're just like, lol. What's, what's like the government has convinced us they're not real, but they always were? What, what? if Momo's going around somewhere and she's like, attacking children and we're like, ah, it's, just, it's just parents being overprotective, but it's not. But that's know? why like conspiracy theories start to sound real, because it's like, well, what if? Like, they've hidden that they were looking into yeah. aliens and then they released it. We're, what you if? Know, this is the age of conspiracy seri- theories seeming real, I yeah. believe. Because so it's so wild and it's so whack yeah. and you don't know what's happening next that it's like I I listen to conspiracy theories now and I just think that doesn't sound like too made up at all. Yeah. I feel like back in the day it was like everyone is a robot, but now it's like <laughs> oh yeah, the government is watching your every move and it's like oh yeah, well, that's I know probably that, true. Yeah. Next, hi government. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Culture Hang. <laughs> Yeah, give us a like and subscribe. Hope you enjoyed. Okay, now that's another person that's after me. All the haunted things and the government. So that's, 
probably enough for today. There's enough getting on yeah. the bad sides. Yeah. Of... Before we piss off anyone else, let's um <laughs> Who else can I insult? <laughs> I'll think of someone new for next week. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for all the listens, guys. Thank you so much. we we're doing a special hundred plays bonus episode. Yes, we are. We should we should be recording that next week. But honestly, I remember like a couple weeks ago when we just had 11 listens and we were super excited that 11 people have listened to it and now 100 listens ah, ah. we've had someone from canada listening i know i saw that canada ah. canada Please. hi oh my God. The, can- the, can- the canada person canadian canada person <laughs> Please join our Facebook group. Yes. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. I want to have a chat. I want to be engaged. I don't know if I'm coming on too strong with these things, but I just, I want friendship. <laughs> also, I think like soon we'll probably get some guests on. I think, yeah, I think that uh, the month mark, that is yeah, the we'll, time. We'll, we'll look into that. I mean, yeah. if, even if these podcasts aren't long enough already, <laughs> let's add some more stuff on it. <laughs> So, yeah, thank you guys. Thank you so much, and look out for the bonus episode that's coming next. It's week. going to be really exciting. I'm so you're, excited. You're gonna love it. And think ha- of Hannah. Think of Holly. Have a lovely. Yes, H squared. Oh my god. H squared. We've started yeah. something. Have a lovely week. Have a lovely guys. week, and we will. We love you. We love. We love so you. Much. Listen to our stuff, and I want to say subscribe. I don't know if that's an option. Follow, subscribe. Follow, I don't know. Do the give things. Give us a rate and review. We'll link the. We'll link the social meds. Social Follow meds. Them. <laughs> social meds. We've got some good memes. I'm gonna make some more memes soon. She's so um, good at making memes. Goodbye. Goodbye.